All right. So first things first, um, don't talk until I introduce you. Okay. That's the one stipulation I have. That's the one thing that um, it's the one rule I have on here. Other than that, go fucking wild, go crazy. Just, you know, enjoy yourself. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another, another, another episode. Can't talk. Hmm, this will be fun. love that last one that last one gets me real hard in the pants and i enjoy it and i mean hard in the pants i mean in the kneecaps fellas and ladies and people today we have a very special guest uh someone who i look up to someone who a lot of people look up to he's a jack of all trades and a master of most of them um today i have with me the lovable the funny the 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 the, he he's just the man okay He's the man. I appreciate that. Coffee? I what? I and now I introduced him. Now he caught me at my own fucking game. God damn it! Coffee Black, everybody. How the hell are you, dude? What's going on, man? Oh shit! You that know. intro was was wild. You, you covered you covered you. This is a gender neutral. He was gender neutral pocket. This is a gender neutral. Yeah, we're all said, inclusive. He was like uh, men, ladies, and then people. So, yeah. So you covered all the pronouns. We covered all the pronouns. <laughs> we're we're trying here. You know, we're trying. I, it's it is all, all inclusive. The the boat is all inclusive. Anybody is welcome on the boat. But what we're doing here is we're setting sail to forever. Oh, that's what we're doing. Ooh, I like that. Setting we get on to topics forever. and we set sail on those topics. And then those topics, the listeners, and we have four. They they take those topics to other people. So we're recruiting people to hop on the boat. We're recruiting sailors, if you will. Okay. So, so this is this is a ways away from a carnival cruise ship. This is not a carnival cruise ship. You will not find there. There will be some scurvy on the boat. Okay, not a lot of it, but there right. will be some. So this is not even a pontoon. No, 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 no. I I work on those all day. I don't need too many pontoons. I don't need another one. Okay. So yeah, that's the pontoons are awful, and pontoon owners are awful. This is, this sounds like uh, Macaulay Culkin's uh, boat. <laughs> didn't Macaulay Culkin and uh, that chick from My Girl weren't they on? A, didn't they have a boat? Or I'm thinking that's that wasn't My Girl. Were they were working on a boat? Him and Sato, what is the name? Veda Saltenfuss. Were they working on a boat? No, I tried. You to, know what? You know what I'm thinking of? I'm sorry. You know what I'm thinking of? Rookie of the year. Um, no, was that was that Rookie of the year or was that uh uh? It was two. It was it was two. Movies like that with with a kid that had like the the, the pitching arm. Yeah, that was rookie of the year. That was rookie of year. Yeah. What was the other one with the kid that was the manager? The kid that was the baseball manager. It was two. It was two movies like that. You got to get research over here. The, the I you know, yeah. You know what I'm you you know the, I'm and I I am a baseball fanatic. I love baseball and I it should was, know it this. It was two movies in the nineties with, with uh, and it was another baseball movie. It was another baseball movie with a kid. He was. Uh, Cause Rick, little big league, little big league, little there big league. There you go. Yeah, with Minnesota the, Twins. Yeah, with the Twins, mm-hmm. but, but the 
the, the rookie of the year was the one with the kids there. They're like on the boat. That, that yeah, shitty they, boat. They, they were, were trying to on. trying to fucking uh, redo this crappy fishing boat. Yeah, but they then they were, finally got it to work. Yeah, and they were sailing forever. So that's what that's what we're doing. We're sailing we're forever. Sailing forever on 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 a uh, on a standard. This is this is like a bass tracker. This is it, it could be a bass tracker. <laughs> It could be a bass tracker. We, we have to. We just spent three and a half minutes trying to figure out what exact kind of symbolism I, of a boat this podcast. I was is. thinking more of like a real run. Okay, so you know SpongeBob, right? Yeah. Okay, so Davy Jones's boat. You know, we got a green aura around us from all the weed smoke. Mm, you know absolutely. what I mean? That's what that is. Absolutely. But it's kind of run down. It's a little rugged. You know, kind of mm-hmm. like the people that are on. It's we're got all character, rugged. though. Yeah, we got. We're a little rough around the edges. That's and the thing that's about rundown. Rundown is character. Mm-hmm. I think you got You got to get run down a little bit. Yeah, I to hear really that. Really have character. Speaking of being run down, man, at my job, uh, I don't know if I've told you this, but I only half Mexican, mm-hmm. still the most ethnic. Out of the five people that work there. Like, it is white. And these motherfuckers got me mowing grass. Mm-hmm. Once a week, I got to mow the grass. Absolutely. Nobody else mows the grass? Nobody else mows the grass. Are they, are they all higher positions than you? Were you the last one in? Are you the last man on the top? I'm the pole? second to the last, but the last one is the son-in-law. He's oh, the he's son-in-law. absolutely not mowing grass. No, he's Especially not mowing grass. Especially if he's white. Oh, he is very white. Yeah. Very, very, very white. They're all white. And not that I have a problem with it. I do like to mow grass, but don't just assume that me, it's going to be good. You, let me ask you. If you weren't there, but you've been working there how long? Almost two years. All right. So if you weren't there, if, let's say you weren't working there, right? And then it's five of y'all, so now it'd be like four of them. Mm-hmm. Out of those four, who do you think would have been the one mowing the grass? Hmm. Somebody's got to mow the grass. Somebody has to. Or do you think that at that point they outsource? They would probably outsource. <laughs> they would probably outsource it. And they're go- and that's how you know you're worth to them. Right oh there. yeah, that's I how mean, you know. If you feel like none of them are mowing the grass, if they're, they're not, not there for two years, and they would outsource it, they hired you. It, no matter what they tell you, this is this is what happens when coffee comes on your podcast. <laughs> I just, give you. The facts. real shit. I'm mm-hmm. gonna give you all the angles. This no. is the, I don't want to make break up a happy home. I don't know if you guys got a good energy oh, yeah, thing it's, going it's there. Great. They, they, but I'm we make just jokes. Telling you, I'm, I, it, but it's realness in the jokes. Mm-hmm. Don't ever get it twisted. It's realness <laughs> in the jokes. It's it, truth there. And get this, them motherfuckers would probably be outsourced. Oh, so there absolutely. goes your value. So it's a business that's been around since this fucking 60s, 50s, yeah. something like that. So the owners, they they live on the property, like up the hill. They mm-hmm. have, So you can see their house from the street and then the shops in front. And then his parents live up the hill too. Now, it usually happens on the same day where they tell me to go mow the grass. And I have to mow his lawn too, his front yard. I have to mow all the grass around the complex and his front yard. And just about at the time I get to well, What are to you his, mowing with? You, you oh, a it's writer? A, it's, yeah, it's a zero turn. Oh, it's a zero turn, so it's not I, bad. I, I thought you was out here pushing. But it does take me all day to do all the grass. It does take me I'm sure. all day. And by the time I get to their house to do their, their, their shit, his parents, their, their grounds crew usually rolls up at the same exact time. So that's how I know they would outsource 
So they already got a ground. They crew already have a grounds crew to mow the grass, and they were just like, "Hey, we got one. We got you know, we got like your cousin that works here for us. So you guys just do that side, and he'll take care of the rest." Wow, so they're double dipping. Yep. So they got you on a payroll, but it's still outsourcing those still guys. Still outsourcing. And you know what they're trying to do? They're probably trying to cut the price down on those guys. Mm-hmm. That's why they got me. I'm just mowing the grass, and they literally got, they gave the, because they, I, I mean, they used to mow all the grass. They used to do it. They used to outsource and everything. But now that I'm here, they're like, we got a little half brown boy. He can take care of it. He knows what he's doing. Do you feel like if you were 100% uh Caucasian. If I was 100% Caucasian? Well, no. you didn't look ethnic that you would you would be mowing the grass. You mm. still think you'd be mowing the grass? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. D- dude, they have me do really? all the fucking really? brown people jobs. Well, oh, so it's significantly like Yeah, so I like work on, on Taco the- Tuesdays that they be like, "Hey, uh, hey sailor, you want to get on the grill?" Ah. <laughs> and you know what I fucking would Because I assume Just by looking at them oh, None of them yeah, know How to fucking cook Yeah and if you got If you're eating it That's your, your meal for the day You mm-hmm. might as well do it yourself I might as well do you it get Fuck, paid yeah. for doing it I, I understand I won't pay for the ingredients But I'll cook it Yeah no I, I get it I get it I, I'm witch I'm 100% witch It's fucking wild So coffee I like to ask um, how long you been you been I, you, I mean I know maybe the listeners don't know but how long have you been doing it what got you into it uh did you ever come to a point where you were like fuck uh maybe I'm not funny and then stop or do anything like that um okay let's see uh B Wright likes to say it's Comedian Bobby Wright. Shout out Bobby Wright. Out of Chicago. He likes to say, you've been funny your whole life. Now you're just doing it with the lights on. So I've been being funny my whole life. At least I like to think so. Yeah. I've had a comedic outlook. It wasn't wasn't like I was always the funniest guy in school, the class clown, or this, nothing like that. It's just uh, uh, the eye. The particular eye Mm -hmm. for yeah, you may not be cracking jokes to people, time. but I, like yeah, yeah. you see something, and you, you know, being observant obscure. as a comedian, and you're just like very obscure. You're in your room thinking about it, making jokes. This fucking guy, yeah, you know, yeah, like, like I always had a had an artistic uh, observatory eye mm-hmm. um, that kind of just uh, started to really manifest itself. I don't know, maybe when I was like ten. I think it's not so much on the laughs as it's more so for likability in people mm-hmm. and making connections with people, different age range, different genders, different cultures. I've always been, that was like the first thing that I guess clicked was like my connection with people and being able to connect with people. It doesn't matter who you are, you can connect who, with them. It doesn't matter who I am. I could find a line, connect with them, um, be light-spirited, be funny, have yeah. a good time, want to have a good time um, in any way possible. And officially, uh, I've always wanted to do comedy. Probably I can write right there around like 18, 19. It was always in the back of my head. Mm-hmm. Fear of, you know, who my father was. My father was a preacher, or, excuse me, a pastor. And growing up in church and he's really prominent in the community and what will they say and that religion background and being different. So that was like, 
an excuse that I had built up for not doing it. And then you always have people, oh, dude, you're funny. You should be a comic. Are you really funny? And a lot of times it's like, yo, motherfucker, I'm not being funny. I'm being serious. Yeah. You guys are just laughing at this shit, and they didn't really know I was being serious. I was like, all right, cool. I'm the life of the party. You start embracing it more and more and more. And I really wish I would have started younger. Um, But I didn't start till my first open mic. I was 30. Oh, shit. The first open mic, I was 30. Um, (laughs) It's funny. My first open mic, I was 30. But my first time trying to do actual stand-up, I was like 27. I was like 26 or 27. That's how old I am now. I did it it, uh, at a buddy's apartment for a New Year's Eve party. Mm Mm-hmm. He wanted to put. He had been trying to get me to do stand up forever, and so he goes, "Dude, we can, dude, you can do an hour. We'll just create it. We'll create it. <laughs> we'll just do forty five minutes to an hour." And he was a truck driver. Oh shit! So like my first real time, like trying to like come up with a a bit. I hopped in the truck with him, and he had some load that like he's gonna drop down state Illinois and come back the same night or whatever. And uh, I hopped in the truck with him. We had, grabbed some beers and some cigarettes, and uh, and I just started riffing. And he's recording it on his BlackBerry. BlackBerry, jeez! <laughs> Don't go dating yourself now, coffee. <laughs> on his BlackBerry, which for me is not that old of technology, but for everybody else that's younger than me, I remember like, the Blackberries. They like freak out. Well, yeah, on his BlackBerry, and then. Um, I tried to do that shit in an apartment of like 30 people in Hobart, Indiana. We've entitled it the Champagne Campaign. Like that was the name of the of the party where everybody and the entry fee was every entry fee was everybody had to bring in a bottle of champagne. Holy shit. <laughs> That's a lot of drinking. That's a lot of happy drunks. <laughs> and we had hors d'oeuvres and shit and we set up chairs and he had this dope ass furniture. And, like, so we made, like, a little club, and we had lights and had a little PA system in there, and we tried to rock a comedy show, in which they didn't know what the fuck was happening. They just seen me get introduced by him to some music. I walk out, and then I just start trying to riff jokes, and everybody's in there like, what the fuck is going oh, on? Oh, man. And, uh, yeah, hostile? It, was, it was, yeah, I got, I got, yeah, it was terrible. Oh, it was, shit. It was terrible. And then, you know, years later, uh, you know, here Same guy is like, he doesn't even live in town anymore. He's like, all right, dude, you got to get going. Like, mm-hmm. it's time. We had other projects. We had already had podcasts at that time. This is, again, almost eight years ago. Yeah. Like, we had a podcast, and we were kicking it. It was doing really good, uh, like, seriously really good. And uh, he's like, all right, it's go time now. Like, this should be – I don't know what made him think that was cohesive – being a podcast host and actually getting on stage and trying to attempt to do comedy. But that's what it was. That's what it did. And then it kicked off. Mm-hmm. And now we're here now. Now we're here now. We have our pop in. This is our this is our, reoccur- our only reoccurring guest. He's on every episode. Give him <laughs> some love, Eric. Is this a podcast? This is indeed a podcast. What are we talking about? Well, we're talking about coffee and comedy. Coffee. Yeah, we're like Jerry Seinfeld right now. 
Coffee and comedy. I think it's actually a TV show. Is it really? Uh, Comedians. If, of we, cars if we were getting coffee, if we were in a so. car. Yeah, we're in a car. We're just in a back room in a comedy club right now. <laughs> that's that's What's up with that? We're not in a car. What's up with that? Ah, uh, this would have been, oh, this this been a good nah, one. This would have been a hot. Uh, we oh, got to do a hot box session sometime, dude. Hey, I'll do. Hey, you know what? I'll do that. Well, I'll we got to do a hot box session I'll sometime a, for do, sure. I'll do a hot box session. Yeah. Which, I'm serious. We load up in the, in the Jetta. Dude. We get in the Jetta, man. The Jetta's got good sound. I've recorded a lot of podcasts in the Jetta. So my second episode, I tried doing a hot box episode with myself. And uh, I, was using, I was using a fucking... Um, I was using a condenser mic. Mm-hmm. As a condenser, you have to have the microphone yeah. literally facing the sound. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I got so stoned, and I I wasn't playing back with headphones. I had the sound facing towards the fucking street. You it was all. I got way too stoned, dude. You just got you got You just got to have a term become for the actual hot box. And I wish you don't have to even have to be hot. Like you could have just took a few drags, man, and just try to really get in the mode of. I fucking I did the Lil Wayne like the fucking lighter click at the beginning of the opening music. Oh, you did all that. Yeah, I did everything. Let's just say. Let's just oh, say I didn't show. upload that. I didn't upload that episode to Spotify when I transferred over. Hashtag we are on Spotify now, everybody. Get on the fucking boat. You, Coffee, you and I are kind of like. <laughs> I, I feel like we can be a manly man. I hate using that term, but I don't know about you. I just spent a hundred dollars uh, on different. You know, uh, I love I love fragrances. I love soaps. I love mm-hmm. I love you know I love hand lotions. Yeah. I, I you know I I I, I am. I would say, in a way, feminine with my, like... You're a metrosexual. Yeah, metrosexual. I like to look good. I like to have my hair done. Yeah, it's not yeah. done today, but that's because we like were rushing. You, you like you do the pre-vental maintenance. Yes. On the body. You like yes. to do pre-vental maintenance. You want to look good because you want to look good because you want to feel good. You want to feel good. If you look good, you feel Dion. You know, that's mm-hmm. the old Dion, man. Yeah. If you look good, you feel good. Most of the time. Most of the time, sometimes your little peanut in your head fucks around with yeah, you. Yeah, you fuck know. around with you, but, but you, that's why you and feeling look, good yes. get, will help you get out of that. It'll yeah, help you stay away from that. Yeah, it still happen on the mental side, mm-hmm. but you know it helps. Yeah, it's just prevental maintenance. That's exactly it's what prevental it is. maintenance. Like yeah. I, I, you know, it's I have to do it. Plus, like I work at a job that like, and I see my father's a fat fucking disgusting fuck. You know what I mean? That'll like, do it. He'll go out to the store with fucking stains on his shirt and fucking food off of his fucking chin. Mm. Like my gri- my my mom's dad was like, "You don't go out like." And he was an alcoholic, full blown alcoholic. You don't, you don't go out without your watch. Your shoes better look nice. Your fucking your your hat better be put on to the to the right side. Absolutely. You know everything was shirt was always clean until he got home. He took it off. He had the white beater and there were you know stains on that. Right. But he was home. Yeah. So like, yeah. Mm, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't like, I don't like the looking like a slob thing because then, then it does, it does make you feel bad, and that's why my fucking fat fuck of a father will eat ten tostadas at a sitting, and then turn around and eat a whole bag of M and M's. Ten tostadas is a lot. Now, hold yes. on. Now, tostadas is is it's the uh, it's the hard shell, yep. the flat shell. Beans, cheese, peppers. Beans, cheese, peppers. Ten of them. Ten. The flat, the 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 yep, the, the circles, the flat saucers. Crunch. Yes, I. You know what? I don't want to get canceled, but I don't like toastadas. Here's here's why. Here's why. Okay. Let me explain. It. Okay. Let me explain. It. All right. Let me explain. It. I'm a nacho guy. 
right? Like, I love the nacho, right? Um, taco guy, burrito guy. Mm-hmm. All right. Like, uh, I even, I, I fuck with the hard shell. I fuck with hard shell tacos. I do. Um, I'm not a big flauta guy. Nah, not a flauta guy. I, it's something about it to me that's just. Eh. Gentrified Mexican food is what that is. I, I'm not a flauta guy. I didn't even. I don't even know if flautas is is flautas. Max, is that some bullshit? Is yeah. is a flauta the? the it like, is. A, it's a. It's a white thing. Oh, oh so it's the flauta like is like a chimichanga. Yeah, it's exactly like a chimichanga. It's not. But Mexican. I know authentic Latins that cook flautas for their they family. They do. They do. I know a few few Latin grandmas mm-hmm. that that cook flautas. They do, but they they but, cook it a lot different than how you would, you know, how your uh, fucking. Um, Oh, what's that fucking fucking uh nah fuck it. However a fucking YouTube video oh, like show yeah, you no, or no, like yeah, I'm talking about the authentic The authentic from, ones, yeah. The, even the authentic ones from you know, the friends. Yeah, you get like but people are like I mean I've seen on menus like buffalo chicken ranch flauta. No, 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 that's, no I don't I didn't, I've never eaten a flauta. It's in like a commercialized restaurant yeah. or anything like that, but th- I've never even eaten them from like an authentic Latin restaurant. And what I mean authentic makes them not like, not like uh, uh, Latin fusion. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Where it's a little spiced up, it's a little sexy on it, and you know, like you say, the wettos then had their hand in it. Mm-hmm. You, no, 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 no. So it's more acceptable, more appealing, more marketable to whites. Now I'm ask. talking about. Homegrown Mexican, Mexican. You can't beat it. You can't beat I've, it. It's the I, best. I've had a flout. It just, I don't know, man. It don't do it for me. And it's some, you know what it is? It's the excess. It's for me. It's it's managing the first bite mm-hmm. because I get the, you get the beans on there. You know what I'm saying? The peppers. You get the you. You know what I'm saying? The cheese, or you get the cilantro and the onion. Throw a little bit of, you know what I'm saying, whatever your meat of choice mm-hmm. is. But on that first bite, I don't know if I like it. it on my bite, the whole thing crumbles. See, like you know what I'm saying. It, like you got to be careful. It, it does have structural integrity. It, yeah, it, 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 the, the structural integrity yeah, for me when I yes. fuck with them is is it, it doesn't hold up. And I'm I, a plain guy. I like just beans and cheese. And and maybe some red some you know some chili flakes on there and give it a little so spice to it. Beans, cheese, and and a little bit of red pepper. A little flake. bit of red pepper flakes. And then you just you just snack away. I, I break it. I'll break it in half. But that's what I'm saying. It always breaks in half on the first yeah. bite. So you got to so, do it yourself. So, so so to me, that's like I'm like, well, I'll, I might as well order a nacho. Why the fuck am I ordering a uh, yeah. tostada? You know what I mean? I I mean I get like, it. Man, but you, you know gotta know. You gotta know, you know what, what you're getting is? into. It's a hard face, open shell taco. To me. It is. That's what it's, it is. You know, it's a will, hard. It's a hard face. I will ask this: Do you eat a Mexican shell. pizza at Taco Bell? No, I okay. don't fuck with Taco. Okay, Bell. good, 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 good. I don't like people who fuck with Taco Bell. Taco Bell. Taco Bell is an atrocity to the now, Mexican understand, culture. Now understand. I ate Taco Bell as a youth. Mm-hmm. As well, we a all youth. have. You know, this is early '90s when Taco Bell was, you know, something to behold. And they had that super fucking racist little dog. Yeah, they had that super. Yeah, but they meat was real. Yeah. Dude, I worked at a (laughs) Taco Bell. The produce was real. I worked at a Taco Bell 
All the meat is in a bag and it is cooked in water. Yeah, that shit is terrible. The beans man. are powder mixed with water. It's, it's, it's bad. It's awful, dude. You should not eat. I worked shit. there for two months. I was like, I can't do it anymore. How long I ago feel- did you work there? Oh, I was nine, I was 19. It wasn't that long ago, yeah. y'all. It that wasn't was, that long ago. That was two months. I'm out. I can't do this. I smell like fucking. I smell like just nasty. No, man. I, heard, I remember when Taco gross. Bell was all right. It was it was a reputable fast. All fast food mm-hmm. back in the day was reputable. Yeah, it, a lot it, of a lot of fast food places have gone down. Like I used to enjoy Burger King. I thought Burger King was a superior burger to it, McDonald's. It, it it absolutely was, and and especially in the nineties. In the nineties, it was absolutely a superior Do you fucking Burger King's burger breakfast King. in the nineties. Yeah, it was. It ain't shit now. Burger King was that battle between Burger King and McDonald's was a legit fortified front like they were going at it Mm -hmm. and you know like once it came out that mcdonald's meat wasn't real it was supposed to be soy and so they tried to take the the angle approach oh it's healthier for you and all this other bullshit oh and our fries are better than your fry they were both putting out again it's fast food so you really shouldn't be eating the shit but at one point I know you guys are not going to believe this, and I'm probably dating, showing my age, even though I don't even think feel like I'm that old. But no, there was not. a point where fast food, what the fast food that you know now, the mainstays, the cornerstones, mm-hmm. the Taco Bell, Burger King, McDonald's, Wendy's had... Even though it's, again, it's unhealthy, it's fast food, there was a healthier time period of the produce that you the product that you're getting out of there mm-hmm. this shit is terrible now oh it is awful but at one point it was real like but in i was just having this conversation with somebody is a lot of things that went into it being the way it is from um the business side uh the bottom line the price versus the price point versus produce like you know uh how they were getting it farmers for me mm-hmm. how e- everything affects the, your price cost and all of that right like it was so many like mitigating factors to how fast food ended up just becoming a pure atrocity right now like nobody should eat that shit no i and when i mean nobody i'm, a, not, I, not I'm guilty i do not, listen Nobody should fuck with anything considered fast food at all. It think about it. When you go to the grocery store, you're picky on the food. You're more picky on the food that you buy in the grocery store and distrusting in what you see in the grocery store. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm gonna get this. I'm gonna get that. Oh, you know what? No, 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 no. Like you get to pick and choose. Oh, this is fatty. No. Oh, this one looks good. Or I'm going to grab this or grab that. When you go on fast food, you're incredibly trusting. Yeah. Is it laziness or is it just, or is it just, Yes. do you think it's laziness or do you think it's because maybe it's just, honestly, is it ingrained, is it ingrained and convenient in us? Oh, it's, it's, it's a little bit of, it's a little bit of everything. It's absolutely, number one, it's absolutely convenience. Mm Mm-hmm. It's absolutely convenient. Not with those fucking lines. But it, true. Very true. Mm-hmm. But we rather sit in that line for 15 minutes than go in the store, buy it, 
make sure we got all the students where everything that it takes to prepare it mm -hmm. the way we want it prepared and the cleanup and it's that yeah because and you want to know why well because we're getting off work and we're going home and the kids have to do this that and the other it's so many other things that get you to the point of going to that Wendy's four for four. Yeah, and it like it is besides just being too. fat and lazy, and it's cheap. You know what I mean? It's for the yeah. most part, it is pretty cheap. Yeah. I mean, not just the quality, but the price points are pretty cheap. You know, yeah. they have gone up. McDonald's doesn't have a dollar any any a dollar menu anymore. It, it, it's I will no say such that. thing. Nobody has a dollar menu anymore. But oh, it, but when there was a dollar menu, oh, it was great, was it, wasn't it? It was. Dude, you could get a meal for fantastic. you get a meal for three bucks fourteen cents. Oh, it man. was amazing. Oh, that daily double. Oh, that daily double for two ninety nine. It was nice. It was nice. I tell you, being in college, being broke, it was nice to have fucking, you know, get a meal, you know, going to practice. You're missing, you're not going to, you're, I'm missing the fucking cafeteria time. Yeah. So it was nice going for three bucks. I could have a meal, you know, after practice. I, I, I you know, it's funny. I, this is about, uh, about a month ago. Oh, Jesus. What's the day today? Today is the 16th. So a little month and a half ago, I was having a conversation on, Oh, no. I'm sorry. Like, I was, three weeks ago, I was talking about something, a wedding that I was at a, a, a month and a half ago. And the conversation started on, what is the best food option that you should eat the day of a wedding before a wedding, if you're in a wedding? Okay? And, and this is like, I wanted to talk about it on a podcast and, and really dial it up, and we don't have enough time to really get into it as this conversation needs. And this conversation absolutely deserves <laughs> wheat. <laughs> <laughs> so you heard it here, folks. We're going to have Coffee Black for a second time, and that's going to oh, be coming no. real soon. Oh, we're going to no, do we, the hot box yeah, session. Yeah, we're going to do, do a special yeah. hot box session. Well, I'm really gonna, we're going to ramp it up. There is one thing I wanted to say, and uh, uh, I just wanted to say... Uh, growing up, uh, being a, a big fan of comedy and, you know, SNL back in the day in the 90s and early 2000s was a big yeah. part of, like, my family. It was, like, the one time we would all sit together and actually really? laugh. Like, we, we, would, we would not sit at a table and eat food. And if we did, it ended up in, like, fights and yelling and shit like that. But we yeah. would shut the fuck up and sit down and, and watch, watch SNL, SNL as a family. in the 90s leading really? in the early 2000s. So I just want to go ahead and say yeah. rest in peace to a legend, uh, a true, funny, hilarious, just no-holds-bar comedian, uh, Norm MacDonald. Man. Rest in peace, man. Dude, that was... Yeah, I, that, yeah, I, I, don't, I, I don't. It's uh, and I recently I watched. Have, I don't have any words. I was watching some of his stand up, and he did. He was at the improv somewhere, and he was doing a joke. And this was a year ago. He was saying, "I don't want to talk about the coronavirus, but I kind of feel like we have to. We're all in a room together with our no, with no masks on. Someone's fucking getting it tonight." And then he. <laughs> He proceeds to go on. He's like, he's like, COVID sucks. People are dying. He's like, my only lifelong mission is to not die. And then he started talking about, he's like, I don't get how people, how people are like, oh yeah, Kevin lost his battle to cancer. It's like, did he really lose? Because I think when you die, the cancer dies. I'd see it almost more of a draw than a loss. Ooh. 
but it's it was right there, right in our faces. He didn't tell his friends. He didn't tell anybody what he was dealing with. Yeah. And he put it right in front of our fucking faces. I was yeah. like, I'm laughing, and I'm like, oh, shit, this is eerie. But Ooh, that's, that's comedy uh, is taking that trauma, taking that real what? shit, that's and spinning it. That's a different angle on cancer. Yeah. <laughs> that's a different angle on cancer. It takes a comic to find that angle on cancer. Yeah, Shout yeah, out to it. Norm McDonald. Man, that dude was great. Hilarious. And I just, I, like, I'd, I wish I had... Uh, I don't know, man. That shit is... I don't know. Yeah, it's... it's <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I, I can't... You, you know what it is? I, I, I just don't... It's too much happening, and it's hard to mourn, and it's hard to grieve. Mm-hmm. Because every other week it, it Something. just seems like we're losing uh, pillars, yeah, staples of of, of humanity mm-hmm. in the art form in in every aspect of life, but in particular in the arts, performance art. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Michael K. Williams. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. The Wire. Like, wow. Yeah. And and, and the funny thing is, like. It's an every year thing. It has never not once been an every year thing. Mm-hmm. The Grammy curse. The November through the end of the year threes. And then the January, March, springtime three. Like you, we lose like three big ones like all the time. Mm-hmm. But throughout the year. But for some reason, from... The start of 2020 till right now, it has been like a goddamn fucking free for all. Yeah, fucking firestorm. And it's like you really don't have time. You don't have time to grieve. You don't have time to mourn. You don't have time to grieve or mourn your loved ones because before you know it, you got some your own shit. Like you got to try to like deal with it's just everything has just been like everything is so fast and you would think that like with with the with the environment we're in now you know with this pandemic and everything i think you would think that like things would slow down like and all i thought about was when i when i when i found out about norm it was just like it brought back because like you said life does hits and you're automatically back to what's you know what's what's fucking with you and you know you kind of you kind of lose track of time so when that hit i was like oh shit it just made me think of Brian, you know, yeah. like real hard. Cause like after that, you know, you, I, death freaks me out. Uh, and I try to like push it down. I guess that's the Irish in me just try to push the emotions down. We all do. And so I hadn't thought about that in a long time. And that made me a little sad, you know, but it, 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 dog, it's, that's how it is though. I, I, like it, I just, you, man, every, everybody's different. Everybody deals with it mm-hmm. differently. Um, but, I mean, I don't know, man. I, I I don't know. Like that's, I don't know. I don't I <laughs> I don't know. But Norm 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 left us with one though, man. Yeah, he that did. Yeah, he did. We gonna have to talk about that. I I I need I need to dive into that a little bit further. All right, everybody, we did it. Coffee. Oh, this is to be Thank continued. Thank you. To, to be, be continued. No, this is to be continued. Episode, uh, episode two will be coming soon. Thank you all very much for listening. Uh, like, share, fucking subscribe to the channel, all that bullshit. Follow on Instagram, follow on Facebook. Coffee back, let them know something.
Win. <laughs> we will discuss off air. <laughs> Win. All right. 